Yeah, it was really exciting. Obviously, um, this is what you work for your whole life, and um, obviously a little bit of nerves, but um, I thought I had a good game and I had a lot of fun. That is Connor McMichael, who made his NHL debut on Sunday afternoon in a Caps shootout loss to Buffalo, but the loss was really the secondary story because every Caps fan has been waiting for this moment to see the next future star of this team finally play in the National Hockey League. And I'll tell you what, he didn't look like he didn't belong. He might not be ready to be a star, but he definitely did not look like the moment was too big for him. Connor McMichael makes his NHL debut. I'm Rob Carlin. This is the Capitol Building Podcast, and it starts right now. What's up, Caps fans? Welcome to another edition of the Capitol Building Podcast. I am your host, Rob Carlin. We are a part of Blue Wire Podcasts. As always, I ask you to download and subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. All helps get the word out about the most in-depth podcast anywhere about your Washington Capitals. So I had gone out on Sunday afternoon uh, to run some errands. Obviously, it's NFL Championship Sunday. I wanted to get some food, get ready to watch the games. There's also the Caps game at 3 o'clock. But this was one of those Caps games where I was like, I, you know, I'm not going to probably – Pay that close of attention because the Packers, Bucks, Brady, Rogers, Brady trying to go to. First off, the fact that Tom Brady's gone to ten Super Bowls, it is ludicrous. You know there are like power brokers in the NFL who haven't gone to ten Super Bowls just to work ten Super Bowls, much less play in them. It's crazy. But uh, I digress. So I went out, uh, went to the grocery store, had to get some stuff done stuff done around the house and I get home. It's uh, a little bit before three, almost face off. I turn on the, uh, you know, my old show, the pregame show, pregame live. And I see the lonely skate. And I was like, wait, it's happening. I had, I had not paid attention to the Laviolette uh, presser before the game. So I had no idea. I was away from my, I was away from Twitter. I had no idea. And then I saw the lonely skate and I was like, oh my God. Connor McMichael's making his debut. I was like, well, that's going to screw me on the first quarter of the football game because now I have to at least watch the first period to see this kid play. And, um, you know, like I said in the open, he looked like he belonged out there. He, he definitely, you know, he didn't look too small. He didn't look like he was holding back. I mean, he didn't play that much, 9.54, so just under 10 minutes. Um, but, you know, I, and I love that they put him on the third line wing. Again, I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him actually play center, but they're going to ease him in, and that's typical. But um, I, you know, I like the fact that uh, that they that they put him up on the second line. Did I say third before? They put him up on the second line with Lars Eller and Richard Ponick. So they put him up there with you know responsible guys, um, but guys who have some offensive flair too. So it's not like they buried him on a fourth line, taking him completely out of his game. I love that, and. Um, you know, he got some chances early on his first shift, uh, which honestly I missed. I, I thought I saw his first shift. Turns out it was his second shift. But uh, so I, it sounds like the first shift did not go well. TJ Oshie said uh, said as much. But overall, I think guys like Oshie, the vets, were impressed with what they saw. 
I was pretty good. I thought uh, his first 10 seconds was a little rough, but uh, uh, after that heel pick there, he, uh, I think he did a pretty good job. Um, I don't even remember my, my first NHL game. He got so many emotions and adrenaline going, um, but I thought he did a good job. I thought he made some plays. He worked hard. Um, he made some good plays on, uh, on the wall and, and at the blue line to get pucks deep and let his, uh, his line mates go, go for check. So, um, I think it was a good for, first one for him and, you know, looking forward to watching more in the future. So again, he did get a penalty, uh, played just under 10 minutes, won his only face off, um, and had a couple of opportunities, snapped off a nice shot. Uh, I think it was partially blocked, but came down the wing and snapped off a shot, tried to get something on goal, tried to create something. Um, the veterans liked him, but the more important question is whether or not the coaching staff liked him and what they thought. Now, obviously this is all being done because of Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and Orlov and Samsonov are all out because of violating the COVID uh, rules. And then Tom Wilson gets hurt, but his number was called. Number 24 was called. And uh, it sounds like, you know, you always have to, there's always context, um, especially on Twitter, but often in life, uh, nuance and context are never a part of the conversation, but the context of, you know, forget that the whole team is trying to learn a new coaching staff. This kid hasn't had, I mean, he's had one practice with the team and that's not lost on Peter LaViolette. And when you take all things into context, uh, I think uh, his coach found it even more impressive, the job he did in his NHL debut. Um, I thought he was good. You know, I thought um, you know, it's always a tall order jumping into a, a team, especially when you don't have a training camp or, um, you know, you're coming out of quarantine. He's had one one real practice with the team. Um, for him to jump into a competitive game like tonight, I thought he did a good job. It was pretty funny. Uh, McMichael's mom put out a great picture on Twitter of Connor as a kid, I guess for Halloween maybe, dressed up in a Caps Ovechkin jersey, um, which, you know, that's typical. I think Hendricks LaPierre had the same thing where – he was a Caps fan growing up because of Ovechkin. So that's going to happen with kids. Um, but, uh, you know, it was a dream come true for the whole family to see him play that N first NHL game. And uh, so we all found out on the afternoon of Sunday before the game. But McMichael found out on Saturday. Imagine getting that call and going in and finding out you're going to make your NHL debut. Yesterday after practice, I got back to the hotel and uh, Scott O'Neill uh, called me up and told me I was going to be playing. So um, it was exciting. And um, first person I texted was my parents, and uh, they were excited as well. Mentioned the uh, lonely skate, which is tradition. And I was watching the start of the game, and Joe B uh, said that it sounds like Vitek Vanacek, you know, went to the front of the doorway to go out onto the ice to lead his team on the ice, as the goalies always do. And then Carlson came up from behind and was like, hey, dude, uh, NHL debut we got to do the lonely skate. So, uh, which is very funny because Vanacek's what five games into his career. So Vanacek's probably like, seriously. All right. Uh, so they, they did that. And that was, I think it was Tarek Al-Bashir who asked, did you have any of those welcome to the NHL moments? And uh, for Connor McMichael, they started as soon as he arrived at the arena. Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple, honestly. Uh, just walking in the dressing room before the game or uh, doing my solo lap, those were pretty cool. And and then, like you said, just seeing those guys out there and uh, being able to play in the NHL was pretty cool. 
Very cool to see him get his NHL debut. Very cool for him to experience that. I'm going to be curious to see if and when he gets back into the lineup. We'll probably go back to the taxi squad, but uh, I'm going to be curious to watch how they use him this year because I think this is a great opportunity to get the kids some playing time. And I think, I think letting him learn in this type of a season is going to be beneficial moving forward. I'd, I'd like to see the kid get some playing time. Yeah. It might cut into someone else's playing time, but that's, that's part of, you know, balancing like this team is good enough um, that they could, they could put him in there. I, I'd, I'd just like to see him get some opportunities in some important games and give him minutes late in the game. Like let the kid learn. Um, let the kid get the feel of an NHL game from start to finish. He wasn't the only one making his debut though on Sunday afternoon against Buffalo. Trevor Van Riemsdyk also got his first action of this new season. He had been, uh, you know, a healthy scratch through the first six games. Nick Jensen took his first healthy scratch to get uh, TVR into the lineup. And, you know, this is one of those cases where you can practice and you can be a vet and you could know the speed and all those things, how to train yourself, how to get the body right. But until you're actually out there in a game, there's nothing else that can simulate that. And uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk knew that and uh, knew that it might take a few minutes out on the ice before he got his legs underneath him. You can try your best to, to simulate a game, but it's just uh, nothing quite like the real thing. So it was uh, nice to get out there. And uh, yeah, our practices have been uh, hard and competitive. And the short training camp we had, it felt like uh, pretty game-like. So I felt as prepared as I could be. And yeah, it was nice to, to get back out there. And uh, hopefully we can get things rolling. So those are sort of the big two storylines heading into the Start of the game was McMichael making his NHL debut and Trevor Van Riemsdyk making his uh, season debut and Caps debut. Uh, and then came the game. And it's another one of those games because all they do is play overtime and shootout games. That's apparently they're going to make up for lost time and just play more minutes than, you know, it's like humanly possible in every one of these games. It's maximum hockey in every one of these games, it feels like. And um, yeah, they're giving up a lot of goals, man. They, they are not, they are not clamping down right now. Um, and it seems like every time they score a goal and take a lead, they give one up uh, and it's frustrating again, context, nuance. They didn't have those guys. They didn't have Ovi Kuzi and Wilson up front. They didn't have Orloff. That's a, that's your top pair defenseman. That's your, you know, the greatest goal scorer, arguably in the history of the game. You're, you know, your number one, one, a center, uh, and, and your freak in Tom Wilson. So, you know, that, that's a lot of firepower. I don't care that Buffalo is not that great. That's a lot of firepower out of the lineup. So this is one of those, like, there's some good because you're managing without them and getting points. And then there's some bad because once they drop the puck, it doesn't matter who's out of the lineup. It's about who's in the lineup and missed opportunities here for the last couple of games against Buffalo. Um, especially on Sunday afternoon uh, in, you know, leaving the old, the old quote of leaving a point out there. And uh, you know, that that's Peter Laviolette is, is trying to determine how he wants to view this game in context. I think, I think you can look at it both ways. You know, we left a point on the table. I actually thought that, you know, we, the five on five play I thought was, 
was good, you know, considering, like you said, the guys that were out of the lineup, I thought five on five, we were, we were pretty good. It was a specialty team battle tonight. Um, the, the tying goal I thought was good. Um, you know, we we're able to get, get back, uh, pull it back to even on a power play opportunity. We got to the overtime. I thought we had, man, three, three, three real good chances anyway to win the hockey game and we didn't put it away. And so that's what, you know, you talk about leaving a point. That's what's things for me is like the, the game full unfolded. We ended up in overtime and we had chances to win that. And the guys made some great plays and made some good looks and the goaltender made some big saves. So both goalies were pretty good tonight. Um, and saying that, you know, we, we put another point um, on our side and you're right. There's, there's some guys. So it was, I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of the guys and the way they played tonight and they battled through adversity here for a couple games because there are some there are some big names that are out of the lineup, but it did not affect anybody. There's a mindset in there to win hockey games and the guys played hard to try to get that done. He's not the only one um, who has to sort of balance the good versus the not as good. Uh, TJ Oshie, um, again, and Oshie's been around long enough to, to understand that you know, there's a lot of things that go into these games and all those, all that firepower out of the lineup, it's going to make it tough, but this is the no excuse league that no one cares. Once you get to the NHL, you know, who's hurt and who's suspended and it doesn't matter. You you're, you're all professionals out there. And you know, that you can't say the caps are deep this year. It makes them uh, some, um, you know, roster decisions tough and, lineup decisions tough and then say, well, we missed a bunch of players, great players, but well, we missed a bunch of players. So, you know, what, we, what's really to be expected that it's expected to win. It's expected to, when you have a chance to close out a team, you're going to close them out. And, um, Oshie knows that, uh, there was some good and then there was some that needs to be better. I thought we pulled together pretty well. You know, we're, we're missing some, some big name guys and, uh, I think the guys responded pretty well and took care of each other for the most part. I think we shot ourselves in the foot a little bit with penalties, but other than that, um, the guys played hard. We got a couple of young guys in the lineup. They played hard tonight. And, uh, you know, you always want to take the win, but I think uh, as far as how we played as a team, I think it was a step in the right direction. You could also point to the fact that Vitek Vanacek uh, kept the caps in this game. I, I don't, I'm, I don't remember off the top of my head, how many shots he faced in the first period, but it was a ton. It was like 15 or 17 shots he faced in the first period. I think he made 45 saves on 48 shots in the game. That's a ton of shots. That's probably something that Peter Laviolette would like to see from his team a little bit more. Is just getting generating shots like that from all angles, but Vanacek's been good. He's made some big saves. Um, this is reminiscent of last year where the numbers aren't going to look so great, but the, your eyes tell you that Vanacek's been pretty good. And, uh, you know, Justin Schultz certainly believes that, you know, a guy who made his regular season NHL debut this year too, uh, has been a big reason why the caps are where they are early on in the season, accumulating points as they go through these games. Yeah, he's been he's been unreal. Um, you know, every game he's played, he's he's kept us in it at times um, when we haven't played as well. Um, and tonight was no exception. He made some huge saves, especially in overtime, and um, allowed us to to get a point at least.
it's going to be, I think I caught, I didn't watch much of the post game show. It's tough for me to watch, you know, the pre and post game shows, but to be honest with you, I don't really want to, but I, I happened to flip back and forth. And I think I saw Brent Johnson, Johnny's laughing. Like they're going to have a tough decision to make when Samsonov comes back in the lineup because Vanacek's playing well. And, um, you know, maybe it's not as tough a decision because we all just as- uh, assume that this has been Samsonov's job to lose or Samsonov's job, period, all along. But with a new coaching staff, you know, Peter Laviolette might never have been thinking that way. Peter Laviolette has said openly that this was an open competition all along. So, it, this might be one of those situations where Samsonov is going to have to play his way back in more than Vanacek has to give up the starting spot because his coach likes what he sees. You know, we came into, we came into the training camp and our eyes were open. There was no, there was no set path for us. Um, you know, we're, we were looking for somebody to grab the crease. I said that I think back, early on in camp when somebody asked me what the rotation was going to be with the goalies or what am I looking for from the rotation? And I said, this, this will play itself out. And so Vitek's had a few good games now. And tonight was another one where he gave us an opportunity to win and we didn't, but he gave us an opportunity to get a point. And so, um, you know, he's making the most of his chance. Now the one guy we're not talking about with Samsonov and Vanacek is Craig Anderson, who was brought in as, um, probably some sort of insurance um, because you do have two young, relatively untested goalies uh, and as a bit of a mentor to these two young guys. And, you know, look, right. I'm Anderson, no doubt wants to get into this, into the games this year, but he knows through his history that you go with the hot hand. And right now that's Vitek Vanacek. You know, since I've been a, a rookie in, in the American League, I was always told you earn your ice time. So, you know, right now, VTech's earning his ice time and, and you know, he's going to continue to, uh, you know, play if he's playing well. And I think that's uh, my job to support him in that role. It's got to be tough, though, for a, a pro like Craig Anderson to not be playing. And you wonder, look, no one else signed him. So it's not like guys are beating down his door to get him to, you know, join their team. but you wonder if there's another team that might be a better fit because of how things are playing out because Vanacek's playing so well, because Samsonov is your quote unquote goalie of the future. Um, but this is, uh, you know, <laughs> to quote, to quote the Godfather, uh, this is the life he chose. I mean, he knew the situation when he signed here and now he's living with his decision. Uh, it's been a good challenge. I think, uh, you know, I knew the situation coming in, um, I knew the, the kind of the, you know, kind of what I was getting into. So, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, my job is to be ready when called upon and do everything I possibly can to be ready. And, um, you know, going back to, you know, earning your ice time. So it starts in practice, starts with your work habits, um, you know, showing your teammates, showing the coach that you're ready to go so that he has confidence to put you in. So, um, you know, I don't know when that will be. Um, but I can't sit here and, and guess or read someone's mind and be like, well, I'll be ready to play. I'll start working hard that day when he thinks I'm going to play. And, you know, it starts, you know, started three, four weeks ago, of put down the work boots and making sure you're ready to go and, and working towards a goal. And it's been an exciting time. You know, I'm really enjoying getting to know the guys. Um, you know, it's definitely been, 
uh, you know, there's, there's good days and bad days. And, and mentally, it's just a matter of working through that and say, hey, it wasn't my day, but what did I work on to get better at today? Ultimately, I think Anderson's biggest role here is going to be as a leader, as a mentor to these guys. And at this point in his career, at the back end of his career, after a lot of really good years, especially with Ottawa, um, I think that there's there's a certain amount of you got to be happy with the fact that there's a team that valued you enough and wants you enough. And you're a solid pro, a guy who's been through it all um, to mentor two kids who are your future. And, uh, and he knows that. And I think as much as he wants to play, Craig Anderson is embracing his role with this caps team. Yeah. I, I try to talk to them, uh, and kind of give them my life experiences, uh, of, you know, previous play, whether it's, um, you know, D zone, whether it's talking to the D, you know, how to play certain situations that have worked for me or not worked for me at the end of the day, um, you know, both VTech and Sammy need to, to make their own decision on what, how they play a certain situation. But, um, you know, my job is to, to kind of watch them, give them ideas of what's worked for me in the past, what's not worked. And then maybe there's some tendencies that, that they can kind of cue in on that, that might help their game. We'll see if and when Anderson actually does get into the lineup. I'm sure if Laviolette feels that a, a spot is right, he'll give him a shot to get in there. Uh, he knows what he's got in him. Uh, so Tuesday night against the Islanders, perhaps we see Craig Anderson, who knows, but, um, good on him for understanding his role and accepting the role that he really signed on for. And more than anything, congratulations to Connor McMichael. That was awesome. I know he didn't factor into the score sheet other than the penalty, but, uh, good for him and excitement was around for Connor McMichael. So, um, hopefully we'll see more of him this year and certainly going to see more of him down the road. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in again to the Capital Building Podcast. Download, subscribe, leave a rating, write a review. I know a bunch of people have already, and I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. And to everyone who's reached out on Twitter about the pre and post game shows, it all means the world to me. I'm a huge Alexa Shaw fan. I think she's great. I love all those guys that I used to work with. Um, but it is nice when uh, people say nice things and they miss me. So thank you to everyone who is uh, who is said nice things on Twitter. Uh, I see it. I try to like what I can. And, um, you know, I'm human, man. It feels nice to hear stuff like that. So <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to keep them coming. Uh, again, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk again soon. Let's go Caps. <laughs>